You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Here the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing Walking Dead podcast. It's out in a bus as well. It's Aurora and Anthony. We're talking <laughs> Fear the Walking Dead, uh, Season 5, Episode 10, 210 words per minute. And uh, Aurora, I don't know if uh, this did the trick for you. I, I feel like this was, I mean, look, this wasn't an Althea documentary. Uh, oh, yes. Thank but, God. Uh, but this was still more character focused. True, but it was you know characters that I care about. <laughs> yes, and and I thought in an interesting setting. Yes, as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was about time we had a mall, you know, episode. It's a zombie show. Come on. Yes. Yes. Uh, so we start with a man named Charles, and he's using. The radio, the walkie to Radio Morgan's group saying that he saw their video. He wants them to come to the mall that he's holed up in to kill him because he's been bitten. So they get to the mall and uh, they get inside and they are trying to find this fellow. But there's a walker or two in this mall. Uh mm-hmm. I don't know if this Aurora was playing off of the the old concept that old people just walk around the mall, but these are some <laughs> old corpses just strolling around the mall. Maybe that was an in-joke that they were unintentionally creating, but it, it popped into my mind immediately. And also, yes. uh, it was kind of a stark reminder of the death of the mall, because... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if there's any really active malls near you. The mall that is closest to me oh. is essentially a movie theater with a bunch of bigger stores that are attached on the inside, but they all have outward entrances, so you don't actually have to walk through the mall. So basically, yeah. at this point, our mall is a movie theater. Yeah, we have a local mall, and it's like you go in, and it's full of like stores that are closing. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, uh, it felt similar here. Uh, yeah, they Morgan and Grace uh, are with Dwight, uh, and Morgan and Grace find an iPod with a note from uh, Chuck, promising his favorite songs are on this iPod. Although that's not what Grace ends up listening to. Uh, they uh, they find the chair where he tied himself up until uh, presumably he turned, uh, but we find out later that he didn't. Uh, he's not there anymore. Uh, Grace grabs some <laughs> this is an ongoing weird this is a weird ongoing joke throughout the episode but Grace grabs a bunch of jelly beans but apparently as a youngin she never learned the term jelly beans or she thought that maybe that mm-hmm. was a, a brand name uh, what did she call them like like candy beanies or something yeah like? candy candy beanies yes which I think is adorable <laughs> it's very adorable Morgan looked at her like what yeah, I was kind of a, I was kind of like thrown back at how upset Morgan was at this. Yes, 
Like I, you would think there, there are more pressing things to be concerned about than the way someone says jelly beans, but <laughs> yes. okay. But I, I like that they, they – because she explains it later that her mom was, like, weird. Like, she made up stuff, mm-hmm. but she was also, like, needed to be right all the time. Right. Uh, and she lived her whole life up until this moment not knowing that they were, in fact, called jelly beans. <laughs> uh, I, I thought that was, like, a just, like, a fun little personal moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she uh, – they're, they're standing there. She's eating her jelly beans. They're looking at the walkers on the ground level, and then she passes out. And Morgan tells Dwight to go find a first aid kit. So elsewhere, Daniel and Skidmark are leading the caravan of survivors, uh, trying to find Logan uh, when they find the gas station and all of those bullet casings when they uh, chewed up that guy's motorcycle at the end of the last episode. Uh, Back at the mall, Morgan uh, wakes Grace, who is laying on a really nice, comfortable bed. Uh, it's amazing they don't just, well, I guess they feel like they can't stay there because Logan will probably know where they are, but that place seems like fairly defendable and full of things that they could use and they could right? sleep on beds, yeah, mattresses and such. It seems like it would be very nice. Uh, anyway, uh, Dwight enters with an update from Daniel and Morgan instructs Dwight to return to the caravan and bring trucks so they can load up on everything that they need. Uh, while Grace decides she'll stay behind and help with Morgan. So, uh, Dwight heads off and, uh, radios Daniel to tell him where he's heading, which is interesting because it's an open channel. Uh, we later Mm -hmm. find out that Dwight is doing this on purpose, uh, back inside. So this is the thing that caused my anxiety to rise. I don't know why. So Grace, instead of listening to music, she's listening to a book on tape. She's listening to an audio book. Right. This would be a perfect time to splice in a plug for Audible, but they don't sponsor this (laughs) podcast. Uh, And she's listening to A Tale of Two Cities. It was the best of times. It was the Mm -hmm. worst of times. And she's listening to it, but she listens to it on, like, double speed. Yeah. Or whatever it is, or one and a half speed. And I don't know what it is, like watching those zombies strolling around down there while this guy is reading this book at one and a half speed felt so weirdly unsettling to me. Agreed. I just, I don't know what it was like. It gave, it gave you like a sense of urgency. Like, you know, like weirdly enough it did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like this man was quickly reading while these zombies were walking around. I don't know. I mean, it kind of actually works because inside of Grace's head, the thing they haven't told us yet is that, when Grace passed out and she woke up, she's worried that maybe this is the beginning of radiation sickness, that she could be getting right. cancer. She could be dying from radiation poisoning. Uh, and that kind of represented the inside of her head a little bit. I think, uh, I thought it worked fantastically. Yeah. Uh, on the road, Dwight, uh, gets held up at gunpoint while going to the bathroom and, uh, of course, by somebody who works for Logan, and he knocks them out. Uh, in the mall, Morgan uses a toy car to draw away the walkers while he and Grace try to get to the generator downstairs. Um, and they're also trying to get into uh, a medical center, which I don't think I've ever seen in a mall in my entire life, but this mall has Thank one. you. Thank you. That, that, okay. uh, that That's something I, I wrote down. <laughs> Maybe it's something they have in the South or something, but... 
I'm, and it was urgent care. It wasn't like, yeah. you know, uh, you need like an Advil. No, it's like urgent care. Yeah. Why is there an ur- urgent care in a mall? Yeah, she said they have like an x-ray machine and like ultrasound Why? machines. And I have no idea. I've never seen this in a mall in my life. But, you know, she wants to use that equipment. She wants to know for sure if something is wrong with her. Uh, so, uh, things go wrong, of course, uh, because Grace sees somebody wearing a red jacket, which Chuck said he'd be wearing. She thought it was maybe him, but it was a walker that was dead way too long to be Chuck. And this kind of brings them all down on them, and the zombies are coming up an escalator, and... Uh, all sorts of problems, and they sort of end up getting themselves locked inside of a, a store where Morgan assures uh, Grace that Dwight will rescue them in the morning. But Dwight wakes up in the back of a truck. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not rescuing anybody anytime soon. Uh, he's being threatened by this man, uh, but Dwight reveals that he knows how this all works. Uh, he, you know, keeps attacking Dwight. Won't tell him where the oil. Dwight won't tell him where the oil fields are. Uh, reminding him that he's been through much worse. Uh, back at the mall, Morgan and Grace, they bond over their past, and she talks about how scared she is about the radiation, uh, and she wants Morgan to talk more about his son, but he refuses. And then, of course, uh, they're forced to move because walkers eventually start making it through uh, the glass. Mm-hmm. Uh, back at the truck... Uh, Dwight continues to be interrogated uh, and he turns his attention to the letters from Sherry and believes that those will get Dwight to talk and then they he starts to light one on fire when Dwight lunges at him they have a fight, Dwight breaks free and he could kill this guy but instead he gives him a talk about how that was the old Dwight, this is the new Dwight and you have the same chance to change to and lets him go so Eventually, uh, the power comes on in the mall. They get the generator running. Uh, they lift the gate in the clinic, which causes the alarm to sound, and a new bunch of walkers start chasing after them. Uh, they eventually escape. They get into the security room. They get the keys that they need, and they see Charlie on or Charles on one of the monitors. He's still alive and on the roof. Uh, they go up and spend his... Uh, final moments with him, providing him mm-hmm. company and things like that. The next, uh, he dies. The next morning, Morgan and Grace bury him outside of the mall. Uh, they make it to urgent care where Grace decides that she no longer wants to go inside because she doesn't want to find out when she's going to die. Uh, instead, they hang out in the mall and ride on a carousel that happy faces <laughs> and Morgan talks about his son. Uh, Daniel arrives uh, with the rest of the caravan and, uh, they load up everything. The, uh, Dwight gets a haircut, I think. Uh, yeah. he doesn't actually look that much more presentable. <laughs> Honestly, I think the grittier, gruffier look worked with all of the face scars, to be honest. Agreed. With Agreed. Uh, Grace switches her audiobook to normal speed, which I guess signifies that she's no longer panicking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Morgan tells Grace that he's not going to go with her because he's going to go help Althea instead. And they separately shed tears as he drives off. So I think the idea here is that Morgan and Grace spending this time together and Morgan opening up to Grace 
I think he feels something for Grace. Yeah. And he's yeah. afraid to, not necessarily afraid to tell her about it, but with his wife and his son, I think he's afraid to feel those feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe that's what he's he's running away from. But anyway, your, your thoughts on uh, 210 words per minute, which is about how many words I read here. Uh, <laughs> trying to explain this episode. Um, I liked it. I like this episode. Um, there's one specific scene in this episode that I absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. And it was the final scene when Morgan is driving away and he's crying. Yeah. I thought that was beautiful. But then again, mm-hmm. I love everything Morgan does. He's uh, tremendous. Yes. Yep. And when he cries in this show, like, you feel it oh, yeah. so much, you know? Like, he does such a good job. that that final scene just, I loved it every second of it mm-hmm. um me too but before we started the podcast you said that there was a moment that gave you anxiety yeah. and it was that uh the audiobook yes thing uh mine was different one okay <laughs> my the thing that gave me like anxiety was the fact that they went through all this trouble to get to urgent care the urgent care that i don't know i still i don't know why it's in the mall yes um <laughs> And then after they go through all this trouble, Grace decides, you know what? I'm not going to go in. Yeah, that was kind of bullshit. I mean, like, I get it. Like, she had a change of heart. Her character, like... Right. After talking with Morgan. But they went through so much shit. They went through so much. Like, Morgan almost died. Yes. Like, he had a, a, a zombie on top of him. And she shot the zombie off of his body. Yes. Which could have resulted in Morgan being dead as well if she was a bad shot. Yeah, like so many things happened that you know. After going through all that, you you're telling me that you're not gonna go in. You better go in right now <laughs> and figure this out. You're gonna find I, out because we didn't do all this for yes, nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Like I ri- I risked my life for you. Just at least get yes. an X-ray. I don't know. <laughs> or let let's at least you know get in, see if we can find something useful. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. but no, no, no effort whatsoever into getting in there. And I was like, I, I don't like this. <laughs> the whole this makes me anxious. <laughs> I love the, I love the, uh, the things they've been doing in these last couple of episodes uh, where they're just doing like these little tiny things that just give this a little touch of reality. Mm-hmm. They're infusing a little bit of humor into the world a little bit and a little bit of looseness, like. Morgan and Grace on the merry-go-round just acknowledging how goofy this is. Right. That they're even doing it, but then enjoying it. Like, you know, there's a moment where Morgan is looking at the merry-go-round afterwards and he just smiles. And Daniel's Mm -hmm. like, what are you smiling about? And he's like, no reason. Uh, But there is, like, a happy, fond memory. And that that story that he told about, you know, his wife and that he's a serious guy and when he met his wife, like he couldn't stop smiling, smiling. and that's how he knew. And that whole uh, that, yeah. thing was beautiful. But uh, I also liked when at the end, Daniel is like, I was hoping there was a Cinnabon here. Or yeah. Like... Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the breaking news from this episode. Daniel Salazar is a cinnamon roll aficionado. Like, like Woody Harrelson's character in Zombieland love Twinkies. 
Daniel Salazar <laughs> loves Cinnabon. Because it's not just Cinnabon. Because he's like, is there a Cinnabon in here? And he's like, yeah, no, he I didn't lives, see one. He, he names like three places. He named places off like. Places I never heard of. He named off <laughs> several other cinnamon roll things. And they didn't have anything. And he was so bummed. Yeah. He's yeah. like, shit, I love cinnamon rolls. But what did he, did he think that they were going to be made? It's a zombie apocalypse. Maybe he thought like they'd still have a lot of the packaging there, like they could take the ingredients and go it's just make like their own. Like eating the sugar, yeah, it's just, just straight up. Do they still have that? <laughs> do they still have any? How? I mean, that like the cinnabon, like the the goo, whatever it is that they put on them. Oh the yeah, icing, yeah, yeah, like that. Would, yeah. If there was any left, like you know, it's seven years. It's not good anymore. No, no. Uh, but some of the dry ingredients and stuff would probably still be usable i would imagine right. uh i just thought that was amazing he's just like is there a cinnabon and they're like no and he's like, <laughs> damn it okay well what about these several other types of cinnamon roll manufacturers are any of them in here and i'm like oh my god he's like he's a nut for cinnamon rolls and i love how morgan was responding to all this he's like no there's no yeah there's not <laughs> this is not important right now yeah what are we <laughs> That's awesome. I, I mean, that literally, that's what it sort of reminded me of is like, uh, yeah, Woody Harrelson in, in Zombieland where he just fucking loved Twinkies. Couldn't get enough of Twinkies. And that's like the same thing here. Like, I, I hope, Aurora, that they do not leave this on the table. I hope that <laughs> the next time they, like, I don't care if, like, they're, they're just going out for, um, they're just going out on a supply run. And I don't care if it's just a shot of Daniel in like the snack aisle of a grocery store looking to see if there's any cinnamon rolls. Like, I would love for, for Skidmark to bring one to him. Oh, there you go. That would be perfect. Like he finds them. Yes. He knows. He knows what Daniel likes. Uh, yeah. I thought that was, and again, that's like uh, a little uh, injecting a little bit of humor into the world. And I think, yeah, you know, they, they need to do that to, because I think that would happen regardless of how bleak the world is like people turn to humor as a way to shield themselves from things that are awful. Right. Uh, sometimes it's just easier or better to laugh at something than it is to cry at something. Mm -hmm. um, like, I know that's weird, but I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's true. Like uh, uh, you feel sad at, at funerals or at memorial services or things like that, but it very quickly evolves into telling fun stories about the person when right. they were still alive. Cause it's better to just laugh about the good times than it is mm -hmm. to, you know, be depressed about the, the ugly ones. And I right. would imagine more so in a world full of ugliness like this one, yeah, it would be so much, you know, so I'm glad they've done it. Cause there's very little humor in actual walking dead. Like there's, mm -hmm. there's some, uh, but there's not a lot. And right. I thought this was, I thought this was good. I really liked this episode. Any, yeah. any more on this episode? And uh, if not, what would you give it? Uh, my only other comment is that I'm very surprised that nobody has taken over this mall. Yeah. It was empty essentially. Like, except for the This zombies. whole time has passed and I'm pretty sure people in this world saw zombie movies before they, you oh, know, yeah. it happened. And uh, there's so many zombie movies that happen in malls. Oh yeah. But you know, mall is the place to be for like resources and safety. Just, yes. I, I'm just surprised that it was empty. Mm -hmm. And it, there were still things there. Like 
I, I mean, if it was empty and and uh, if it, there was nobody there, but it was still like raided, yes, then it would have made sense. But there were still like things there. There was there were beds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that surprised me. Like I don't bit. know why you wouldn't take those things to sleep on. Yeah, or at least at least you know the, the cheats. I don't know. Yeah, you wouldn't take Pillows. like the TVs or any electronics or anything like that. But right. Uh, yes. There was still food there. Like the urgent care was still locked down. Like, you would think that would be r- totally raided for your know, your pills and you know medicine and all that. But anyway, yes. <laughs> um, I I think that this this episode was better mm-hmm. than the previous one in my opinion. But um, it's not. I still I still want more. Yeah, you're still waiting for something to happen. Yeah. Um, so I gave it a 3.5. Okay. Yeah, I can it see that. It was better, mm-hmm. but I, I was expecting, I'm, I'm still expecting a little bit more. Yeah. From I mean, the show. I think you gave the last one under a three, so. I did. Yeah. Uh, I gave this one three and a half as well. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was solid. I liked the, the character moments in this, uh, an enjoyable episode for sure. Yeah. Uh, before we head on off. Uh, let's thank the good people over at ThinkGeek for sponsoring the show. Cinemageekly.com slash ThinkGeek uh, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. And, uh, of course, we're not done yet, Aurora. We still have a few more episodes left of Season 5 of Fear the Walking Dead. So you should come back next time. But before you do that, head on over to Cinemageekly.com to check out the archives of this show. And you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. Just search for hear the walking dead hit subscribe and uh, that way you can hear us come back next time talk about more fear the walking dead season 5 episode 11 it's called you're still here <laughs>